Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. Before gaming was easy, it would be your mom. Remember, if you listen at work, you probably should not listen at work or get yourself a damn good set of headphones. Remember, if you listen around your kids, don't listen around your kids or just don't have kids and the problem solved. We try to be a weekly wargaming podcast. That has not been happening lately. Summer's been kicking my ass. I will get back on the stick. So this week, I'm joined by Scotty Tuhati. And uh, Sean Dilly, and uh, there's No Dan Salmons, so uh, you are welcome, world, for No Dan Salmons this week. Uh, just kidding, man. He was off. Uh, new baby in the family in the Salmons house. Congratulations, Dan and wife. Uh, enjoy that new baby. They got a baby boy, so uh, give him some congratulations if you see him or talk to him. But still feel free to tell him he's a meta-chasing piece of shit. So... Uh, here's the episode, guys, uh, number 278. We talk about a bunch of different things. We go down the Lord Marshall rankings, uh, see how things are shaking shaking up for Monkey, uh, kind of go down the Monkey roster a little bit. Also, we might be sold out for Monkey. Uh, if not, you need to get on the waiting list. Uh, we're already over, uh, I think, 140-some tickets. We had three or four left the other day, uh, knocking on 150, so it should be the biggest GT the Midwest has had in a long time, probably ever. And I look forward to seeing all you guys there. I am done rambling. Excuse my phone in the background. Like an amateur, I forgot to silence it. Uh, here's the episode. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast where full gaming was easy to be your mom. We're not dead yet. Uh, with us tonight, my boy Scotty Tuhati, Scott Sasser. What's happening, homie? What's going on, y'all, man? Thanks for having me. And uh, the the sexiest thighs in Warhammer 40k, uh, Kansas City area judge, never a player. Sean Dilly, what's happening? What's up? What's up? Putting all my hobby time in the Baldur's Gate right now. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'm not doing anything with my hobby time. I've got a. I did build the new Terminators uh, from the Leviathan box set. And I got a unit of 10 because Scott had me all hyped up about running 10 Terminators. So that's about the only hobby. And I've done in the last lot of bit. So I take that back. I built a, uh, I built a Lord of Change. A, uh, I built a Lord of Change. That's really it. So yes. Do you have a lot of demons? <laughs> I do. So I basically, the Monster Mash list that I played, I had to borrow a, uh, a blue scribe from my homie Charles Fox, and yeah, uh, I went out and bought a Lord of Change because I just didn't have any Zinch Zinch Grader Demons. But um, I've got a collection of Bloodthirsters and had a Shlaxi and all that stuff. So nice. but I had, I've got Nerglings, I've got Disc, I've got Horrors, Bloodletters, just a lot. I've played Chaos over the years enough, I've just got enough demons laying around, and I was able to get to the <laughs> And uh, I bought Bellacore when he came out just because Bellacore was fucking a dope model. Mm-hmm. So, and he's he's kind of the auto include the demon list. But. When he came out, like so, you got the, you had like a two and a half inch one. Yeah, I still got that one too. So he's he's <laughs> actually mine's metal. So uh, that metal one that was uh, back in the day was it's kind of cool. It looks like even just smaller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. But uh, that's about my hobby, and so I've done I've done no fucking paint. 
and uh, I need to. I need to start getting on painting space wolves. I did, Scott. I found a. Uh, I'll send you pictures. Um, my buddy, uh, my buddy got Mike. Uh, I traded him some stuff, and he printed me up some conversion kits for my space El Caminos. So they're uh, they got magnetized nice. turrets and stuff for lancers now. So I've actually got answer. I've got access to three lancers. So when GW made some shit in the Codex. Uh, you're welcome. Guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm running three of them yeah. until I change them from 145 points. They're real good, in my opinion. Yeah, but that was kind of cool because you know, just instead of like having to go out and I got one Lancer that my cousin got for me in, in Italy, and I have two impulsors already. So just to be able to just slap those kits on there and. Yeah, run the impulsors as uh, as lancers is kind of kind of solid, and uh, and have that kit be able to go both ways is dope. So I don't know what we'll do if there's ever an, an impulsor meta, but <laughs> I'm not not thinking that's going to happen for a while. It was there for for a little bit with the uh, the Black Templar like twelve impulsor list or whatever it was. Yeah, like eleven. Yeah, yeah, eleven or like seven or eight impulsors, I think. But yeah, it was awesome. The Templar Quins, whatever they're called. I tried it a couple times. It was very fun, but kind of fucking clunky to fucking move around, yeah. dude. And I <laughs> struck at Tetris, so. Traffic jam? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Scott, I'm looking through fucking Facebook, man, and that kid's first day of kindergarten. She's adorable, man. Yeah, man. Savannah was super pumped. She's super, super happy, so. Dude. And she's uh, not going overboard at lunch, so. My my grandson started preschool. My granddaughter started pre-kindergarten. So, Ooh, exciting! I know, feel old as fuck. But. <laughs> right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what's uh what's uh next event for you guys? What are you guys planning for? Monkey. I'm still hoping for monkey for sure. Um, I'm pushing for it, but uh, my Cal California trip. I pushed to a right around then, so I don't know if I'll be able to make it, unfortunately. So, you well, just bastard. push it a little bit more. That's all you I, don't, do. I don't. I don't get to dictate when my my work sends me places. <laughs> they just say "fuck you." Here you go. You can ask. You can always ask. Oh, nicely. I could. I could. Well, but, yeah. Monkey's got about four tickets left, so we're we're close Ooh. to that one fifty. What's mark. the total number looking like right now? Well, uh, I think we had four left when Duncan said something yesterday. So, I mean, that was 146. So, Ooh, I know. Oh, shit. All right, dude. In the, uh, so have you looked through the list? Is there, besides the, you know, like the everyone like Turwin and, and, and Sam, any other big names coming that like unusual big names? Sure. Let's, let's do really. that. No, oh, that's the guy, dude. <laughs> the guy never shows up to events. He's finally out All here. he does is judge. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, let me get on the scared. computer. Who fucking knows the rules? I know Ben's going to be there. I know Dan's going to be there. I think Trainer is coming. Who uh, recently won Show Me Showdown. He's back in the region. He's actually a previous monkey winner. I don't think about it. Who? Trainer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there the year he won. With yeah. uh, Chaos, I think he was playing Chaos Base Runes. All right. So I'm trying to do a Cote traveling. 
he hasn't won anything in the, since the Nids are, are good, aren't good anymore. He won with I'll, Dark Elder, didn't he? Or did he win with Nids? Yeah, John, if you're listening, <laughs> he, I'm fucking with you, man. You know he I won with you. Dark Eldar, but I think that was before yeah. Nids. He won, he won uh, Minmo, I think. How is Flying Monkey not on the fucking calendar for the Lord Marshall Conference? Just fuck those guys, dude. It's crazy. So. Well, I guess the best comes parents, man. The best comes parents. <laughs> Jason. Just go to your Shanka, website. Or Sean can just bring up his BCP. Yeah. That's where I'm at now is BCP. Fucking you, fool. Me? I mean, I'm on your, your, your website, and I can see all the names. Oh my gosh. That's a Duncan update. I mean, there's only three tickets left on here, so it looks like. Okay. Oh, shit. I guess I'll go to our website then. Flyingmonkeycon.com. I got it. And there's a countdown timer this year. That's fucking fancy. I think there's one every year, isn't there? I know. I'm just saying it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Scott. Don't you spoil my fun, man. That tier one ticket holder, Sean Dilly, was first. Oh, first name on that motherfucker. Was he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, David Villalera. David Villalera said he's not going to be there. Yeah, John and Delicate's on the roster. So Yeah. He'll be there. Some cool names from the past. Tyler Drew, Frank Howerton. I hadn't seen Frank Howerton in a long time, man. Uh, Rundy. Jason Rogers, good player. Mark Newson. Thought Tyler coming too. Uh, higher yeah, Tyler was coming too, I think. Something Tyler Drew, uh, Howard Watts, Peyton Priest. Peyton's got, yeah, uh, got featured on uh, on uh, what is it? One of the Goonhammer articles about how to write a proper Ultramarines list or a good start wow. for Ultramarines list or Marines list. Yeah, Kyle fucking McCord's on the roster. Fuck that guy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, yeah, I see some pretty. I see some names on here. There's definitely gonna be some drops. There's some people I already know that dropped on the roster. So there's Brent Simon, uh, Andy Cole. We could see him come up. I'd see him in a minute. The Harris Clan is gonna be there. Mark Weiss, yeah, that's good. My boy James Willett, Cody Drew from the the Mountain Trolls. He's a contender, good player. There's, There's a lot, just of, a lot names. of names I know. Yeah. yeah. Like Scott Thompson. It. You burst out of trouble, Sean. Look at that. Tim Roar is up there, too. Oh, man. <laughs> is Tim Roar even 40K anymore? Scott. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not worried about Scott. I don't lose to Scott. Tony Tony Tebow. You're doing the liver game, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Tony, Tony Tebow, Tebow coming out of retirement? That's what he says. Yeah. One of my buddies that I love. tomorrow night, I think. I'm glad it's uh, Stephen Hetmeyer's coming. I don't know if you guys know Stephen Hetmeyer, but he's played a lot. Mm-hmm. Bowed out for a minute, and he's back. Uh, here in the good. Tier 6, this will shock you. You ready for this? Tier 6, 
fifth name down, Jason Horn. What? Ooh. He's dropping. No way. He's signed playing. up to play at the Monkey. Jason Horn, tier six. Gray Knights. Yeah. Nobody's playing, so. I want to. Can I send out a challenge to Jason Horn? <laughs> round one? <laughs> yeah, we do a challenge. Easy round one win. Yeah, there's Ben Sherwin. Ben Sherwin's on the roster. Uh, Richard Cozart. I don't know if you guys remember Richard Cozart from VGR, Veteran Gamers Reenlisted. He's on the roster. Yeah. Yeah, Richard's a good dude. Pretty dick. Who's uh, the other? Sp- uh, who's the other VGR guy? Uh, Ray Ahumada. We have him total. Yeah, and then uh, Andy Andy Gonzalez. Andy's the one I know. He, yeah. he lived in KC for like. Andy Andy months. lived up by uh, Scott for a little bit. So. Yeah. Andy the cornholer. And the cornholer. Trainer Wolf on the roster. And uh, I don't know. Did I miss any names? Who you guys see? So if, if the meta doesn't change, do you think you're just oh, going to see the Kurt usual sus- suspects? Do you think you'll see a lot of drops? I don't know. I think so. This roster, I know for a fact there's some people on here that won't be there. Like David Villera hit me up and said there was some fucking GT in Houston the same weekend. I'm like, cool, stay in Texas, bye. But I'm kidding, David. Uh, I know Jimmy Copco hit me up the other day and said he's got something going on with school that weekend, so he can't make it. I told him if he can make it down, we'll put him to work as a judge or something after his, his school shit's over. So. Uh, my boy Isaiah Norton's on the roster. Let's play him. He's a blast. Yes, mm-hmm. he is. Like me struggling to make Marines work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Gazowski's coming. So. so it's a, it's a lot of good names. Uh, a lot of names you you see pretty frequently. I feel like. And was Dan Sammons? Was Dan Sammons on here? Did I just miss him? Nah, he's gonna show up day of. Says right. he's just gonna pick up his trophy and go. Oh, ticket. Dan Samus is not on this list right now. <laughs> Man. Everybody buy up tickets. Buy up tickets. Yeah, go. Dude. Y'all buy up the tickets so Dan can't go to Monkey. Watch like <laughs> watch like Peyton or, or Ben jumping, and then he'll be sad. <clears throat> so if the medicine is the same, if the medicine is the same as it is now, I'm probably with the current roster this year. I'd put Trainer up there. I'd put Sherwin up there. Mm-hmm. I'd put Peyton up there. I think Howard Watts is capable of a podium, but he's not gonna he's not gonna win it with Ultramarines. I mean, Brett's got Brett to get these favorable matchups. Yeah. You know, favorable going first or second. Yeah, I think There's Kyle McCord's times. a contender. If oh, yeah. uh, if if Kyle can get good matchups, he can win it. Yeah, he's both um, off the table, and he's. Andy's pretty dialed in with the guard right now, so he's, he's yeah. definitely one I would put up there. Tyler DeVries with GSC is another one I would look at as far as um, as far as potentially could go far. Scott Bluzian, eh, he'll probably be up in the top twenty. Well, he brings his custodians. He could probably he probably finish a little higher. I got his back. He's a fellow. He's a fellow Scott, so I have to back him. Is that it? <laughs> I mean, well, Scott, I, you know. Scott's a good dude. We should back him, anyways. <laughs> Rundy, Rundy's gonna lose round one and just enjoy his weekend. So, uh, 
Oh, Logan's coming. I've got Logan's coming down. I don't think I missed anybody. And I can't believe Dan's not on this roster, man. I think he's just protesting. No matter. Is that it? Yeah, sound protest. <laughs> or tell him to go get his fucking ticket. <laughs> right. That's when you say he shows up day after buy a ticket and you're like, yeah, sorry, I can't let you in. Sorry, we're, we're sold out, man. We're done. Have fun watching. Sorry, I'm a judge. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, before you can answer, just throw him a judge shirt. Yeah, we got we got spots for MCP Friday night. <laughs> the X Wing tournament's down the hall, buddy. So, or Sigmar. You play Sigmar. There's spots for Sigmar left. So, yeah, that's that's my contenders. I think if uh, if the event goes, I think there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of good players. So there's there's a ton of good players. Yeah. So I don't want to. And picking those people, I don't want to take anything away from anyone because there's some guys on here I know are exceptional and a blast to play. And uh, I'm glad to see a lot of the locals on here that are signed up, signed up. Because there's some really cool locals that you guys, I hope you get to meet because they're just they're just a joy to play. So there's some cool dudes. What's your takeaway, Sean? Scott, you guys got anything different? No, I think I think most of those names are all names I'd pick too. Um, I think I think barring you know any you know uh, you know changes in the game, yeah, those guys all have great tickets to win, you know. Um, but you know they could. That's another question I have. You know, is like if if they do nerf stuff, what do you see rising to the top? Like, what armies do you you see rising to the top? Because that could di dictate, you know, like you know if 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 Grey Knights rise to the top, you could see a certain Grey Knights player that just starts doing super dominant, you know, but I, I just don't know. Well, I, I think if you like Space Marines. Yeah, I think if, if like I said, Grey Knights, I mean, Grey Knights, I think, are just shy from greatness right now. Like, the yeah. thing about Grey Knights, I don't think people realize is, like, there's a lot of tools for mission play there, and, like, yeah. they don't have they don't have to kill to win games. Like, they can they can play the mission and win games the problem is they're pointing at just enough to not be efficient at doing so. So yeah. if, if they get some kinds of a points adjustment or, or a boost in that area, um, Grey Knights might be dirty in the right hands. And that's where a guy like Steve Hetmeyer or Mark Newson, you know, who play Grey Knights pretty exclusively are going to have an, you know, an, an advantage because they're already doing the thing. They're already, you know, they're already experienced with it. And now that army's just ready to go. So, um, Man, I I don't see the top four kind of going by and getting escaped from the nerf bat because their win yeah, percentage correct. is too high. You know, and they always tell us like that sweet spot's like forty five to fifty five as far as win rate percentage. Yeah. So I you know, I have to see the total picture of what they do, you know, because also I know we get so caught up in talking about like the top four that we miss like those bottom six that are like floating yeah. around in the twenty to thirty, like the Votans, the Death Guards. Uh, the Admech. Um, I know I'm missing something else there. Uh, Death Guard. Death Guard. But those those low tier, those low tier armies too. You know, like say you take a a Votan army that now is two thousand points, and that person's able to build like you know a list that really comes out to like twenty four, twenty five hundred. You know, might be <laughs> might be a crazy different scenario for Votan, like. None of that stuff synergizes worth a shit, but having that many points and that many guns on the board can make a difference. And yeah. uh, like Death Guard, I think Death Guard's got some cool stuff in it, but Death Guard, you just can't bring enough to do enough. You know, and if they 
if they give them more points to free up and bring more models to do more things in the mission, it could be be something to contend with. So, well, plus well, they've so much fucking minus movement shit in the in the game that makes Death Guard feel even worse. You know, yeah, two night spinners against Death Guard, you're like, come on, yeah, move my fucking two inches. Oh, yeah, it's and everybody's all the LR guys are bringing the night spinners, but. You know, like I said, if, if if LR get the bad touch, Night Spinners might not be something to worry about. So, <clears throat> I, so I don't know. I think oh, he's not at his desk right now. But yeah. well, I guess the point I was getting to though is like, there's some. I hope what doesn't happen is like we don't we don't trade one bad guy for another. You know, <laughs> and there's some, <laughs> right, well, there's yeah. some there's some stuff in the middle right now that I think is about where it should be. Like I do think demons are fun to play. And they're about, you know, they can win some games, but they're beatable. Where, you know, I know a lot of people complain because they don't like to do the monster mash, but I don't mind monster mash demons. Like, that's that's a lot more fun than horde demons for me. And, you know, space marines, uh, I'd like to see, you know, there's some adepts, like Death Death Watch shouldn't be the only space marines being good. You know, like the space marines, space marines should be able to play games at least you know, be in the middle of the pack and I'd like to see them kind of come back up to prominence. Cause I just, I think when space Marines are healthy, the game's healthy because a lot more people play because a lot more people own them. You know, I, I know yeah. a lot of people don't want to hear that, but that's my take on it. You know, all of us here at some point in time have bought space Marines or bought into space Marines, you know, or that's what brought us into the game, you know? And, and I, I just think when space Marines are healthy, it's uh, it's good for the game in general. And when I say healthy, I don't mean overpowered. I mean like capable of winning if they get in the hands of a good general. You know, not yeah. not Iron Hands Eighth Edition and healthy. You know, that's that was too healthy. So. Right, you want that forty-five to fifty-five percent win rate. Yeah. At that point, you feel like anything can win. Yeah, I, I do think that's been my big frustration in tenth. And I think tonight we've been done a pretty good job about not making this a tenth edition bitch session. But there's still time. But, there's still yeah, time. there's still time. But this, <laughs> I, I do feel like everything was kind of getting close to that sweet spot at the end of the ninth. Like mm-hmm. everybody was yes. kind of clumped up there about in the middle. <clears throat> and I went to a tournament and I always felt like the game was probably the most balanced it was going to be or had been for a long time. And it just, oh crap. I can, I might edit this out, but hang on. Hello. Hey, darling, I'm podcasting. Can I call you afterwards? Yeah, that's fine. All right, I love you. Bye. All right, as my kids, sorry. <laughs> but I, I think that's kind of the frustration as we went from everybody being in that forty-five to fifty-five at the end of ninth edition to like, you know, the, the stretch now is from twenty-nine percent to seventy percent. You know, that's a, a shock that's a, assault, dude. That's a huge broad band from where we were, you know, a couple months ago. And I understand why the frustration is high, and I feel it myself. So. And I can't remember what the initial question was, but I'm rambling now, so when you guys can talk. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, like, what do you think's gonna, Sean? What do you think's gonna rise to the top uh, if, like, you know, Eldar Custodes, GSC, and you know, what towering or whatever gets nerfed? You know, what, what what could you see rising to the top potentially? Uh, no, I mean, they, they would hopefully buff some of the lower ones. Yeah. And, I think CSM is is right there, yeah. just below contender mark. And I think if they don't get touched or if they get buffed or something like that, like they're going to be the 
I wouldn't say quite the next boogeyman, but they're going to be another just force to be reckoned with for sure. Um, I actually think demons are up there still too. Uh, yeah. Those are probably my top two actually. I don't nids. I think nids are also up there. I mean, you already saw Indalecante do really well with them. Uh, Show me showdown. I think he went six and two or something like that with them, only losing like Eldar basically. Yeah, uh, and then or, or yeah. maybe GSC or something like that. But like, he's got something figured out with them. So. I think, I think, and then John or Ryan too, right? Ryan just did well yeah. at uh, Gateway with them, so I think just there's something with them games, too. Yeah, yeah. and they're, they're going to be the first Codex, right? So I mean, right. that's, you know, we've we've heard people ask about that, so it's it. We'll, we'll, I I can't wait to see what the first first Codex looks like in tenth edition. Kind of oh. giving you that that it's already it was the thing know. is it was already written too, so that's the sad know, part. Yeah. About it, so. But I can see it being pretty cool because, you know, we've looked through the book. Me, like me, me and Ryan have talked a lot about it, and there's a lot of a, su- a lot of super interesting stuff in there that's just just on the on the cusp of being mm-hmm. cool and really good. So, well, we're we're expecting something like uh, ninth edition world leaders, right? Where it's you kind of got your your detachment, yeah. the ones that, like it limits you on the stuff you can bring or opens it up and then you have your six stratagems and then your you know three warlord traits three relics and that's that's kind of what we're expecting for codexes right but just five factions in the codex and that felt good yeah you know we'll see what the thing too though is like it's probably gonna be a little bit extra because detachments right yeah so well they kind of had that in world eaters right they had the Did red they? angels and then they had the regular world eaters yeah, they had okay. two. One where you could take uh, what's his face, Engron, and one where you didn't take Engron. You take Invocatus or something, right? Or somebody well, it was, else. It was Engron and Demons could be included. Okay. In, into one roster, um, you could still bring Engron into other one. I think. How many? How many detachments do you think will be in one Codex? Like, let's say for Tyrion, it's like how many detachments do you think there would be? And do you think they'll use those detachments to address like the old high fleets? You know what I mean, like a Jormonger. I think that's uh, what they're going to do, or whatever. Yeah. And like that's that's why I wonder how, is, it gonna, is that's how we're going to see those attachments flesh out for some of those. Dealer. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know, man. I I would like to see like at least. At least seven or eight plus detachments you could choose from in a book. Yeah, I'm expecting yeah. six. I think six is probably. I mean, that's eighteen or six. That'd probably be about twelve pages worth of stuff. Yeah, for their rules, and then forty pages of lore, and then fifteen the pages of crusades that no one cares about. <laughs> yeah, it's... I've heard crusades pretty dope. We played some Crusade games at the shop, and it's it's not too as bad, much yeah. as much shit I, as I've given narrative players over the year. It was actually pretty fun. So, yeah, I, I think it uh, it suffers from the same problem as like D anD D. Like you have to get a consistent group to agree on a time they can all yeah. do it, kind of thing. Or you could play Baldur's Gate because <laughs> it's pretty much D anD D. Truth, <laughs> not the same at all, but. You know, I get the I'll get the computers to talk to me. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I don't know. I'm. I, I actually like this edition. 
uh, I, I mean, in spite of its flaws, there's a lot of stuff I like that they did. I, I like the I like the way the data sheets work now. You know, I like how they've went back to USRs in some way, where I was kind of a, a feet dragger as far as like wanting USRs to come back. But like, you know, knowing that what sustained yeah. hits are now or, you know, lethal hits or whatever, like just knowing those keywords now, knowing that they universally apply, you know, is a dope concept. And I'm glad that they got back to that. And I, I like the design yeah. of, you know, how they, and I know a lot of people are going to fucking bitch and moan about this, but I hated the psychic phase. You know, especially when your opponent had a big ass psychic phase and you didn't, you know, you basically sat there while they rolled dice for 30 minutes and picked up models, you know, and now like the fact that it's just all in the fucking shitty phase, you know, I dig that. I, yeah. I think that that is something that they actually did that streamlined the game. You know, we joke about what's not streamlined and all the rerolls and stuff like that. But the fact that they rolled the shooting, the, the psychic phase into the shooting phase you know, really did streamline the game in a lot of ways. And I, I think it also, it, yeah. it also avoided a lot of shenanigans in the round before, which, which I completely did. So, um, like I said, if we can get all them armies back between that 45 and 55, you know, I'm on board. You know, I don't mind. I like this edition, and I think it'd be fun. It's Yeah, I'm overall, I am, I'm like 75% enjoying, 25% gripes, but... You gotta, well, like, you gotta have some kind of complaining in there. Yeah, one I think we were it was in the big podcast chat earlier that like Tim Royer said something today about, you know, if if you know he, he was playing World Eaters and I was playing Space Wolves and we were just in the garage, we'd have fun. It's yeah. true. You know, but the majority of us where we're going to meet our buddies and we're going to play these games is at tournaments. So it's it's kinda hard to just have that mentality when you know, I'm not going to be just playing Scott Sasser like a fun drinking game for six rounds. I'm going to have, you know, some guy that I'm going to run into that's there to win the tournament. You know, some guy that's there that's a serious player and just wants to win the game and move on to the next round. And, you know, so some guy he really thinks have, he's going to win the event. Yeah. So the mentality of just like, I'm just here to have six rounds of fun with my buddies is kind of, it's not necessarily that it's easily attainable in a tournament as it is, you know, in the garage over a weekend that, with Scott and the, uh, you know, wild turkeys or, or honeys or whatever, American honey. So, Them honeys, baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, it, but when it's balanced, it's easier to do it. So I just, that's what, that's what I want. Yeah. Get it balanced so I can go back and love my tournaments again. So. Well, do you yeah. guys want to do the rankings and bounce the fuck out of here? Are you guys talked sure. out? So. Yeah, I think it's fine to go into a match knowing that the guy has the upper hand, but knowing that you have a chance at least is a good feeling. But no, going yeah. into a match when you're like, nah, I don't have a chance, and it's statistically not likely that any dice rolls are going to go my way, so I'll just lose, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That is a bad feeling. I agree. Dude, people, you know, people used to joke, well, if I just play that army, I'm just going to pick up my shit and go. And it's like, I've seen that actually play out, you know, not not because the person was just going to pick up the shit and go because their stuff just died, you know, and it's like, <laughs> you know, pick it up and go one way or another. You might as well just fucking bounce. I've definitely, right, I've definitely put down all my models, rolled one dice, and then picked them all back up and left. Yeah. <laughs> fucking table mid turn one. So. Marco. You aren't wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. 
I mean, I've done it. I've had it done to me, too. Yeah, so. I mean, fuck, when we play a free state, you could have easily done it to me. Luckily, I went first. <laughs> <laughs> Good old leftover hands, right? <laughs> Hang on, damn it, my team. At least we learned Jeez. a technique to roll double sixes. That's, yeah, yeah, that's dude, the dance thing, dude. <laughs> I almost died choking laughing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all three of us almost died. Uh... Hang on. All so, right, guys. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Let's do the top ten. So. Can we do top uh, six teams? Top six teams? Yeah. <laughs> Who's no. in six teams? <laughs> no, six. Number six. Yeah. Right below five. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, it's 40 For the teams. For the teams. Yeah, for the okay. Teams. Yeah. So number 10, Jeremiah Pettit. Number nine, Howard Watts. There you go. Number eight, Austin Howard. How old? I think I said that wrong. I apologize. Uh, number seven, Devin Orchard. Number six, Kyle McCord. Number five, Ryan Verbeck. Yeah, Ryan snuck up there. Uh, number four, uh, Ben Sherwin. A little bit higher, yeah. Yeah, Ben Sherwin's rising up to the top too. He jumped up there. He mega, did big Yeah. Oh, getting Turns six when you five six hundos. Yeah, 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 what the fuck, dude? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peyton, number three. Britt Simon, number two, and Dan Motherfucker Salmon's not even signed up for uh, Flying Monkey at number one. So Dan could be dethroned and de-pants to not even be there at the I event. Hope, so I hope he just walks up during awards and just sits down and waits for his award. <laughs> <laughs> that would Doesn't be a pip-ass move. So <laughs> it would. Yeah, like I'm not even just playing. I'm not you guys can play this out. So all right, team rankings. We'll do number six because cause Dilly asked. So number six okay. is 40 KC. Hey, goddamn, we're rolling sixes are down there number seven. What the fuck y'all been doing? So, they're prepping, dude. They're winning. They're yeah, all winning. Yes. Kyle, Kyle McCord carrying the whole team on his back. <laughs> um, Flying Monkeys at number five. Number four, Frozen North Gaming. Number three, Forge World Columbia. Look at y'all. You uh, number two, The Outlanders. And number one, The Hogs of War. Spamming events down in Arkansas. For Arkansas, however you want to say, I'm gonna say Arkansas because it sounds like we own them. Arkansas. <laughs> uh, good job, guys. Good job uh, to the Hogs of War, and we'll see uh, what happens in Monkey next month. And everybody, if uh, Dan can maintain and hold on to that throne. So. Uh, let's go around the horn. Um, I don't have anything else to add other than like there's four tickets left for Fly Monkey Con. Uh, we'll probably try to get some people purged off the roster. We know aren't going to be there www.flymonkeycon.com go get your tickets I mean, we still have like 10 or 11 for uh sigmar which is looking to be like a 50-man sigmar event which is pretty good size for sigmar so if you're a sigmar player sigmar curious you're playing sigmar because you're burned out on 40k uh, we still got tickets available and there is a friday night uh mcp event so get signed up for the mcp event we got some locals signed up and so far not a lot of people are signing up we're trying to get it going so um, I'm T on that. So if you want to play some Marvel Crisis Protocol on Friday night with me, um, come down and do the thing. So, what you got, Sean? Uh, Show me showdown tickets are up and available. Uh, we've moved the dates around a little bit because of ATC. 
Um, so I think we're now the first weekend in August, maybe first and second and third or something like that. Um, but yeah, go buy tickets. They're cheaper right now. Um, they get more expensive April, May, something like that. That's all I got. Uh, what you got, uh, Scotty? Yeah, just uh, tell your homies you love them. And uh, to all the people that lost uh, 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 Viet, you know, sorry. That sucks. Um, and, uh, you know, it's uh, tough times. But uh, love you guys. Yeah. Uh, I lost a family member last month. So we never know when the last time you see somebody is. So try to be a little bit kinder. Trying to be a little bit softer, folks. So I love you all. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with the podcast. I know we haven't been consistent. Uh, it's been fucking, been busting my ass doing some things and trying to get some stuff squared away. So we'll, we'll try and get more consistent here. Remember, if Wargaming was easy, it would be your mom. And uh, you can see our team mom, Patty, at Flying Monkey. You have to come up and give her some props. Scott tried not to get in trouble by Patty this year. So. I'll try not to. <laughs> All try right. To hide your stuff better. Uh, no, yeah. I can't. <laughs>